Guys, how's it going? Thank you so much for joining me today on the Nehemiah Days. If you've not listened, if you're listening to this podcast uh, episodes, actually this session of my podcast, you know, we started off with uh, Nestor, where we were, you know, trying to get stories, but then the COVID blocked me because I couldn't get into, I was getting into close proximity with people and it was dangerous and we had to do something about it so we couldn't keep it going and then along the line now we've started with the Nehemiah days uh, the Nehemiah days is, is mainly a reminder of the times we are living in for for Africans um, the diaspora Africans there's time there is a season there is a time for everything says the scriptures and if you're not Christian and you don't read the scriptures excuse me for that um, I don't want to corner you but uh, what I'm trying to say that there is time for everything and that when the time arrives and the people do not see the signs and understand the times what happens is that there is a repetition of history um, there is a saying that history does not repeat itself, but it is parallel to the previous happenings. And so what a generation has to do is to be aware of the possibility of what can happen if they neglect the signs and their duties of the times they are living in. You understand? And so as a young African who is keen into understanding what God is about, what the, the, the seasons and times we are living in is about, um, it, it dropped on my heart to make this podcast where I want you to be aware of your value and your essence uh, for the continent of Africa as a diaspora, uh, as somebody growing up and living in a different place. And in fact, my exposure to the scriptures or what the scripture is exposing to me is, uh, is something different that I have not seen people speak about where you see um, a lot of immigration taking place and a lot of immigrants, you know, doing things. And you don't hear this a lot in, 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 in the gatherings, in the churches. People don't preach about it. But when you see how God uses people, uses immigrants, uses immigration to bring about his purposes, then you have to understand the power of Immigration, the power of being an immigrant. I want to talk about the power of uh, the immigrant because the Nehemiah days is about immigrants. You know, it's about African diaspora. It's about the exposure. It is about the value that God is giving them that is meant for the continent where they are coming from. And so, uh, the last days I've, I've not really dug in or dig in into the Nehemiah himself as, as a personality in the scriptures. But one thing that I want to convey here is that your power as an immigrant, your exposure as an immigrant, an African immigrant, uh, should not be undermined. Understand this, most people make you feel like, or most times as an immigrant, you feel uncomfortable. You feel like you're unworthy. You feel like you need to be 
in the backdrop you need to be in the background you don't you don't you feel like you don't count you feel like you're a burden you know people make you feel like a burden especially if your if your if your skin color gives you off right away if people see you right away and then notice that hey this is where this person is coming from for you it's a matter of i like these people i don't like these people and you're just a victim to that selection but as an immigrant, you have to understand there is a, there is a strong power of, of behind people who are able to migrate, people who are exposed themselves to other cultures, to other traditions, to other people, to other nations. There is a strong power in there. And, and when you read the scriptures, one thing that you come to understand is there is a strong, I mean, there's a strong relationship between God and moving people to a different place. But one thing that is also profound is that when he moves them, these people do not, are not, do, do not say, per se uh, neglect where they are coming from. They still stay close to the community. They still stay, uh, they still see what can do with their life and and they, they care about where they are coming from and they are concerned about the communities they live in and, and I think if we had to capture that spirit even though of course when you think of independence since we are in the month of March and uh, Ghana is about to celebrate the, the Independence Day again I'm not really sure how old it is now but 1957 um, I didn't do the math and I'm not a math teacher, so. <laughs> but anyway, no. When you think about when you think about the Independence Days, uh, the independence of many African nations, including uh, Ghana, Congo, uh, Nigeria, all these, it, it kind of gives a, a trajectory of uh, 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 post-colonialism and and pre-colonialism. Which means is that which means that we we were at some point under subjection, and then at some point we fight to be free, and we got the freedom in 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 quotations because we have in the we have the independent title. But when you trace our you know countries back to uh, times where we were under colonial powers and the times that we say we were free uh, and you come you try to do the deduction and deduce you you understand that uh, sometimes it's hard to really see whether we are truly independent and are we making progress or we are not um but link that link that uh, power of the immigrants to the independence they were you had men like in the likes of Kwame Nkrumah, uh, uh, Patrice Lumumba, um, Secretary, and all the Inyerere, and all those uh, African leaders who, you know, were part of the independence, were pushing for independence for the continent, um, and the way they, they, they and their relation to. Um, the international uh, community, then you understand that it, somehow the, the, the 
background in immigrate as immigrant as diaspora students who were maybe studying in foreign countries gave them enough insight for them to go back home and to organize their community and to cry out and to say but we are not going to be subjects of any uh, superior so-called superior powers or colonial masters we want independence we want our people to be free and it's the same thing that even though that idea was not encouraged when you think about you know we all know the the story of how these people were meddled with with interfered by foreign agencies uh, how uh, these people eventually couldn't bring to I mean a proper completion of the things they started you know they were disturbed they were interrupted and interfered and in fact um yeah you know they couldn't bring their goals into completion which is sad and which is left an indelible mark on the african communities or countries that they wanted to build back then but bring those things together understand me in this that when you talk about immigration or being an immigrant you can you, you have a certain power you are exposed to things you are now able to understand how things work in where you're coming from and how things work in where you are and you are able to then you know mix draw some conclusions and most of the times people miss this people miss this and when people miss where they have been positioned and what is it that they they the value that they have to create out of themselves so that they can become useful for the place they, they are coming from they there is a discontinuation of pursuit of meaningless stuff you understand if 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 we do not I, I imagine in the scriptures uh, joseph uh, moses um uh, jacob Isaac, um, who again, Nehemiah, Daniel, uh, the three Hebrew boys. These are all people who were living outside their countries. They were living outside somewhere. They were living in exile. They were living in slavery. They were living in, in pursuit of economic, uh, you know, um, how do you say, it, opportunities and things like that. And yes, still they were able to become useful tools, useful people, added value and contributed to the preservation, the protection, the growth of their communities and their nations. And so as, as an immigrant, one thing that I, I kind of ask myself is, and I'm seeing is that it's evil for you to feel undervalued or to feel invaluable. You are worthy, you are, you shouldn't feel like you do not matter or you do not count. Because your position now makes you even more valuable than somebody who has not been exposed to any other thing than, I mean, their comfort zone. You understand? And so when you capture that essence, and that is the, the, the idea I want to convey with this, episode of the podcast that you being an immigrant or a child of an immigrant or having an immigration background is a valuable thing you it, it makes you valuable for your community here but also valuable for your community back home it makes you a contributor it makes you an important person and that's why when you go back to when you when you 
leave outside your home countries, especially in the African context, and you go back to your country, people see you as, as a privileged person, which <laughs> I don't know what that means, but you know, they, they see you, they see the value you, you they see the and respect the exposure that you've you've had and the things that you've seen and 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 the main I mean value or hidden quality in that will be will be to be able to you know manifest that value by adding more value to the communities that you left behind. What I'm trying to say is that if you are here living here in Europe or living in America or wherever you live as an immigrant uh, with an African uh, background, stop, stop seeing yourself as uh, undervalued or unworthy or somebody who's just here to look for money and therefore you will do anything to get money. Money shouldn't be the, the drive. It's understanding of how things work should be the drive. Understanding of what you are placed here to acquire, to understand, to see, to ask questions. Why are things this way and why are things not that way where I'm coming from? Why am I here? Why am I not there? Well, you know, ask questions so that you can develop value, so that you can develop a certain understanding that will be helpful to the community you left behind. But if we don't ask those questions and if you feel like we are not welcome, we feel like hiding, yes, you know, for some people you're not welcome and that is fine. You shouldn't, you shouldn't, you know, make yourself, I mean, um, yeah, pressure yourself over those people. Understand that you are a tool in the hands of the universe as an immigrant to shape people's lives, to help people improve themselves, especially the communities behind you. And so I like this idea that is now being promoted when, when uh, especially in terms of immigrants helping or uh, diasporas helping their home countries in terms of development and things like that because when we all get involved when we all participate we can move the continent forward you cannot you cannot build a nation on on on, on authority and leadership alone you need a commitment from the citizens themselves and and uh, things have to matter to them they, they have to care and when people care automatically you 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 establish protection see why people don't like you in their country you want to know why they don't like you most of them are not mainly how do you say it um i wouldn't say racist because probably if you ask them they will say they are not racist but one th the reason why they don't like you and you don't they don't want to welcome you is because they want to protect what they have it's about protection they want to it's protect pro, uh, protectionism they, they are protecting what they have from you yeah from you they are protecting their jobs they are protecting their uh, economy they are protecting their you know their, their free uh, monthly supports they are protecting all those things from you because they they, they care you understand and any continent or any nation that doesn't have that set of commitment or care from its people 
will never become a safe place or a progressive place. And I, for me personally, I see that a lot in, in, in terms of the continent of Africa, that we have to care more, we have to be more devoted, not just when it's football, uh, not just when it's, uh, it's a celebration, but on, 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 on every level we have to be involved. Because when you consider one of the, the immigration stories of uh, in the scriptures about Esther, who uh, saw, who has been part of the, the women of the king at that time, and has seen or has sensed a danger coming to the community because there are some people who are plotting to wipe his community out of the scene and she saw it fit to do something about it. This, this, is, this is an immigrant story. This is about people caring about your community. This is about people seeing, using their, their exposure, their, the, the, their influences to push a community forward. And we have to capture that because we are everywhere. Africans are everywhere. And so how come, I, I heard in one of the music the, from, I think, uh, Batwa Rankin, that he said, <laughs> African leaders educate their children in the West. They, they themselves move to the West. They see nice roads. They see nice things. How come when they go back, this drive, is not? it does not, you know, influences their activities rather than just the need for power and, and, and to corrupt things and for their own personal gains. How come they don't feel like, let's do this for everybody. Let's do this so that everybody can benefit. And I think that is that is the spirit of, of, of the immigrant that you can, you, you'll be exposed to things. You have the opportunity to bring real change that can affect the community, that can move people forward that can change everybody's life. It's not about me being here, earning money, going home, building seven story, uh, I mean, seven level houses and only sleeping in a small one and then creating more chaos and, and environmental stuff, but it's really creating value for everybody. You understand? And, and we as Africans have to see that the same thing Esther did as an immigrant, the same spirit has to be in us. Like start thinking like, how do I save? How do I, what can I do to improve the situation that the people are in right now? You don't need to be a politician. You just need to be a citizen. You just need to be someone who cares. And you want, it's like I'm saying, it's throughout the scriptures, it's, it's, it's about immigrants acting and providing based on the power of their immigration, based on the exposures and the influences they have acquired. So I, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna put, uh, to bring uh, the, the podcast to an end, but one thing that I want you to understand is this, you are valuable as an immigrant, no matter where you're living, no matter where you find yourself now, you are valuable. You have value here and you have value over there. Increase that value. Increase that value. Okay. Stop pursuing things that only make you a burden. Next week, uh, next on the next episode, I will talk about it. The understanding your value, where you are, and the value that you can bring to your community to support, to grow, to you know, do something over there. How to develop that value? I will share with you some, some, some. Um, points that I think like 
that are the qualities, for instance, that you can find in, in people like Nehemiah, who even though living outside his country saw a need and was able to organize himself to go and help uh, people like Joseph, who by using his value in the place he found himself was able to save his family and even a generation that had he not be that uh, uh, that had he not had that tenacity or that that you know that determination that courage and faith he wouldn't have been able to do that and and talk of of, of, of all the all the people like Moses who even though has grown up in the most influential house as an immigrant yes still had a, a, a desire to do something for the community to turn to his, his his nation he was at a good position he was if there's anybody in scriptures that was an immigrant that had the best position to ignore his nation it would have been moses moses was raised as the king why do i say as a king because he was raised as the son of the king's daughter first daughter he was groomed to become a king and yet still he made choices towards his community made the choices toward to serve his people even though of course his people didn't appreciate him and 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 and, and, and you know helped him right from the beginning but understand this the scripture is not only about people falling down and getting up it's part of god's power it's part of god's god's you know supremacy and, and, and supernatural intelligence to do greater things beyond the human natural God's what we say is supernatural to God is God's natural for God that is he be himself you understand this because he lives in a different realm of understanding and of operation but when it comes to our realm we are surprised we are you know that is good that's God showing himself revealing himself to us but they're, they're in the scripture they are hidden keys they are hidden things that points to how God uses people to get things done and and Africa is waiting on a generation that will wake up take their faith take their passion take their faithfulness take their values take everything that they're able to bring together and team up to improve people's life to change the narratives of the continent, to change the history uh, that is yet to be written, to put the common value, the corporate value, above personal values. In, in other words, to put the collective achievement of your African nation above your own personal pursuit. And we cannot do this by one person. One person cannot do this. You need you need ten thousand of us. You need hundred thousands of us. You need millions of us having the same mindset. Then this will be successful. One person, mm -mm, two people cannot do this. It takes all of us cooperating, cooperating together, collectively acting together, seeing where there is a need, and coming together and, and making an attempt to to use what we have been given to solve those issues. Then we wouldn't have to let other people work our land for us and we can work our own land. And we, our people, 
can prosper. This is not a segregative attempt. This is a need for action attempt. This is a we seeing that it's about time we take matters into our own hands and work towards the achievement of those goals. And no matter your age right now, what you, how old you are, what you have or what you don't have, if you start making this as part of your thinking, you will be able to bring something on board. And so I hope to see you uh, on the next episode. My name is Oscar and you can always get in touch with me on info at nexusfellowship.org or you can write to me. Uh, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. My name is Oscar Asamoah or Grand Aussie or I mean, those were the nicknames. So you can just, just link up with me and let's, you know, start the, the debates, the discussions about the diaspora about the continent and the future and let's team up i hope to see you and i hope you guys will get this book so that you can really get the the, the, the inspiration of the future be part of it okay i hope to see you next time bye-bye